This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the September 27th, 2022 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. Some of you may know that this effort, an effort it is, started as a way to pass along world news thoughts to my daughter at her request. It grew from there to others, with the first edition being my other daughter. In my mind, I always direct my comments to that age group. Partly that helps me feel less awkward as I add folks who were older than me and more accomplished. But my kids are now older. In many ways, they have passed me. And that is a good thing. In my head, I am ima now imagining a younger group. In fact, right now I am thinking of someone at a prestigious college in the South that is distributing 20 views on the news from the couch hats. That is the group I am focused on. The rest are along for the ride, and I hope you find it enjoyable and informative ride. I thought of the above when I was writing today's episode. In the moving on section, I spend a lot of time on free speech. In my 63 years, I feel this is the time when we are most at risk. Maybe that is just a normal feeling that folks have as they age and can't handle change. But I doubt it. These are scary times. One thought that is in my head is a quote I heard years ago about communists. Communists were in favor of elections until they won, and then no longer. Or at least no longer did they want fair elections. I think the line was vote once, reign or rule long. Diversity seems good until liberals are in control and then not so much. Right now, some of you are calling bullshit on me. How about at law schools, or at Harvard, or in the social sciences? Can a pro-life person get tenure at Harvard Law School? Will the work of a conservative economist be judged fairly in the liberal-dominated economic faculty? I don't think so. Anyway, more on that after the quick hitters. The Nord Stream pipeline that in normal times would send natural gas from Russia to Europe had several unexplained leaks. Sabotage is suspected. The Dow closed yesterday at 29,260. Some Russian men are fleeing to Mongolia to avoid being called up to fight against Ukraine. I can understand fleeing to Finland or here in the U.S. to Canada, but when you choose to flee to Mongolia, things must really suck. France will start building a nuclear power plant by 2027, though it won't be operational until around 2035. Five others are planned by 2050 as part of a carbon neutrality plan. Yes, finally! I have had a tough time taking liberals seriously on climate change when they were also against nuclear power. It was like saying at the same time that you must exercise more and you have to be a couch potato. Hooray for the U.S., Sweden, Canada, and Denmark. They called on the human right, UN Human Rights Council to discuss how China treats the Uyghur population. Moving on. When Russia invaded Ukraine, they wanted to control the narrative. They made it illegal for journalists in Russia to call it a war or an invasion, and violations were punishable by up to 15 years in prison. I thought of that fact and looked it up to be sure after reading Jonathan Turley's linked piece on the New Zealand Prime Minister calling for a global censorship system. In general terms, she lays out the harms of misinformation and then said, we took on weapons of war and now we need to take on misinformation. This scares me. Yes, I would rather accurate information be out there than inaccurate information. 
Do I trust bureaucrats and laws to manage that? No, I do trust them to hide stuff and to mislead us. The U United States tried to start a disinformation governments board within the Department of Homeland Security. It died a quick death after accusations of being a ministry of truth and issues with the person selected to lead it. She allegedly pushed the Russiagate hoax and assisted in suppressing the Hunter Biden stories. Huh? We are going to fight misinformation by using someone who has personal knowledge of misinformation. Hopefully my voice was ringing with sarcasm. There are countries that control what you can say. China, Russia, North Korea, and Iran come to mind. Unfortunately, so does Scotland, at least in my mind. Scotland has a new hate crimes act, which makes it punishable for up to, by up to seven years for stirring up hatred. Misgendering may be inferred as stirring up hate crimes. Seriously. Once the misinformation folks get going, how do you stop them? Assume we had that system in place over the last few years. Would violators have included folks who were sounding the alarm that there were a lot more vaccine adverse events than the government was letting on? The government would have been able to yell liar, liar, pants on fire and shut them down, if not jail them. Hopefully the violators would have been released when it turned out there were more adverse events. Might I have been jailed for starting to ask a year into COVID if masks worked? I could not find a legit study that showed masks worked against COVID. By the time Omicron came around, I figured masks were just decorative or virtue signaling. Would we have jailed some for saying ivermectin works against COVID? I don't think ivermectin works against COVID, though I do wonder if it seems to work by killing parasites in people who also have COVID. Still, I am fine with discussions on ivermectin. I'm a brainstormer. We should talk about a few things that seem out there. Some of them will turn out to be true, like being able to fly. Again with this Turley guy, I link to an article where the title sums up his piece titled, Washington Post Columnist Calls for the End of Impartiality and Balance in Journalism. Per Mr. Turley, Jennifer Rubin, who he says is, quote, long cited by the Post as their Republican columnist for balance, end quote, says in her column that she rejects the need for false balance and wants to burn down the Republican Party. That from the face of the Republican at the Washington Post. Does that sound a bit suppressive? Years ago, I read The Righteous Mind, Why Good People Are Divided by Politics and Religion uh, by Jonathan Haidt. He has a PhD in psychology and has done research into why we think what we think. At least that is how I would phrase it. He also wrote The Cobbling of the American Mind, How Good Intentions and Bad Ideas Are Setting Up a Generation for Failure. That is also worth a read. When he started his research, he described himself as a liberal, maybe even hard liberal. But as he talked and investigated the thinking of all, he said he moved to being a centrist. If you read his books, he seems like a brilliant, reasonable guy who wants to help, and I think he does. For the first time ever, I link for a third time today to a Jonathan Turley piece, and this one is on Jonathan Haidt. It's titled, quote, I refuse to do this, end quote, leading NYU psychologist resigns from research group over mandatory DEI statement. Haidt said, quote, 
most academic work has nothing to do with diversity. So these mandatory statements force many academics to betray their quasi-fiduciary duty to the truth by spinning, twisting, or otherwise inventing some tenuous connection to diversity. I refuse to do this, end quote. Mr. Haight quit the organization over this issue. I'm pretty sure sociology professors on average are way left. What bothers me about Mr. Haight quitting, given that he is a centrist, is that the group on average will now be even further left. It reminds me of a local couple who I am told quit a church after being uncomfortable with a rather explicit trans teachings to middle schoolers. It is great to make a stand, but I wish we were less inclined to leave the battlefield. I do think conservatives are made to feel uncomfortable, partly because many conservatives are quiet as liberals do their lecturing, so the thought is that conservatives are in the minority when sometimes they are not. Stay engaged. Fight for what is right. Call out bullshit. In considering what I just said, realize I am a borderline hermit and a bit of a hypocrite on this subject. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks that you know.